Hey everyone, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Evan Wickham and I'm one of the pastors here at Park Hill Church in San Diego. This is our bread guided scripture reading podcast. And if you've been following along in our journey this year in bread, you know that we normally release these podcasts the first week of the month. But for various reasons, it's coming to you on the second week of the month in October. So hopefully it didn't throw you off too much. And here we are. I'm here to guide you through uh, Mark 10 through 14 and then finishing with Psalm 116 at the end of the week. So if you've fallen off kind of the bread wagon, then this is a perfect time to jump back on. And I'll be with you every morning this week, guiding you through each chapter of the day. Bread is the way our community is reading scripture, which is based on an ancient practice called Lectio Divina, or divine reading. Simply put, this is the practice of slowing down to encounter and abide in loving union with the living God. As we begin this practice, you'll want to have a Bible, a journal, and a pen. And find a space that's free of distraction if you can, so that you can be still and present to the voice of the Spirit of God. We're going to start with B, which is breathe. As we begin, take a moment to be still. Put your feet on the ground, and maybe place your palms facing up in a posture of receiving. Take a moment to just breathe. Take a deep breath in, and then as you breathe out, just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank him for the way he's revealed himself to you this year, or maybe just this past week, his faithfulness to you, his kindness to you. One more deep breath in, and thank him for how he saved you and given you a place in his family. He loves you, and he loves that you belong in his father's house. Now we move to R, which is read. And our reading today is from Mark chapter 10. As I read through the passage, write down a word or phrase that catches your attention. Whatever it is, feel free to write it down as I read. Mark 10. Jesus then left that place and went into the region of Judea, and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. 
For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. He answered, Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony, you shall not defraud, honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said. Go, sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, Children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, We have left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. They were on their way up to Jerusalem with Jesus leading the way, and the disciples were astonished, while those who followed were afraid. Again, he took the twelve aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later he will rise. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? he asked. They replied, Let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. 
You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This is the word of the Lord. Now we move to E, encounter. Take the word or phrase from Mark chapter 10 that you wrote down, or if you haven't yet, take a moment and write it down now. Reflect and pray about why it stood out to you. Spend this time in God's presence, ready to encounter Him. Once you write it down, maybe put your palms face up in a posture ready to receive and close your eyes. Just say, Holy Spirit, come. As you consider what God might be saying to you about Himself and about His character in the text, write that down as well. Now we move to A, apply. Turn your focus outward. Think of what you'll be doing today, the people you'll be meeting, the work you'll be doing, maybe the study you'll be engaging in. What area of your day do you desire to see God move? From the text you just read, how might God be wanting you to live that out toward the people you'll meet today? What might God be asking you to do? Take a moment and write that down.
and finally we come to D, devote. This is meant to be a final prayer of intimate devotion from your heart to God's. This is really the goal of bread. We don't just read scripture for information or even motivation to be a better person, but we read scripture primarily for union and communion with the living God. He loves you. He wants to speak with you. Go ahead and speak with God now and write your prayer of devotion in your journal. And that brings us to the end of our bread practice for Monday, October 9th. Thank you for walking through this with me. I am so much looking forward to the rest of the week as we walk through the Gospel of Mark together. Grace and peace to you.